great guests. Our next great guest of the day is Monsignor James Finnessy, and we welcome you into the hot seat today. Thank you very much. What a joy. What a joy it is to have this priest here with us today. And so we would love it if you would call and support him. If you have a message for him, they will bring it into us and say, you can say, Father, we love you, or Monsignor, we love you. We're so glad that you're here. If you can make a pledge at the same time, that's great. But the number to call is 678-688-4549. Monsignor, we know that all good things begin with prayer. So would you lead us in a prayer for this next hour? Good, thank you. And just like uh, the very traditional prayers, and this is certainly uh, my favorite uh, from the prayer of St. Francis of Assisi. Mm. And maybe if we could place ourselves in God's presence as we Mm. uh, pray this prayer. Set up the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. Where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Okay, so a few rules before we start the interview process. Just easy things. We like to have some fun while we're doing this. So we want you to ring this bell. We want you to do it now. It says do it now on there, but you got to wait. There's special reasons. You see, everybody, he was reaching for this bell. I'm going to have to slap his hand. So you guys better call in right now so that he gets to ring the bell. We get to ring it every time that we meet a goal. And our goal for this hour is $1,200 dollars called in if we can get twelve hundred dollars called in then joe has said that he will give us an additional twelve hundred dollars so we have we have some donors barbara mary joe and kelly have given us money for this pledge drive that to entice other people to call in just to give some an extra incentive they want to give the money they plan to give the money they want to bring as many people with them as they can and so they are saying if we can get twelve hundred dollars called in they'll give us another twelve hundred dollars so joe is the one that, that's doing this hour so we want to turn twelve hundred dollars into twenty four hundred dollars for catholic radio if if we do that if we meet the goal you get to ring the bell If we get somebody who calls in as a founder, a founder is a person who says they'll give $100 a month for 36 months. They get their name on a plaque that says that they're a founder of Catholic Radio. The plaque hangs here in the studio. They get an echo dot automatically. They get an echo dot as a gift from us for being a part of it. Every monthly donor gets an Immaculate Heart and a Sacred Heart print, a monthly donation of any any amount. It's a beautiful 8 by 10 all in sepia tones. It's really beautiful prints. We'll send that to you. Get some holy cards. You get a book. You get all kinds of things. Call and talk to the volunteers, and they'll tell you how all of the different levels break down. But most importantly is if we get somebody that calls in and says that they're a founder, we get to ring the bell again. 
So we could ring it a whole lot if we just get a whole lot of calls, okay? So right now we're working on $1,200 with a match from Joe. $1,200. I'm going to write it on here. Joe will give us $1,200 if we can get another another amount called in. And uh, Antoinette, is that the one I'm looking for right now? Antoinette called in a 100 one-time pledge. She's from St. Philip Venezi Jonesboro. Okay, and she asks for prayers for courage and strength and ability to walk the journey with the victims of abuse. She was a, a guest last night, and uh, I remember Antoinette. She was sitting right over there, and uh, she did not uh, know anything about the Catholic radio until she was asked to be on the broadcast, and now she's becoming a donor. So how awesome is that? She came in as a guest and now as a donor, so we want to, to pray for courage and strength and the ability to walk the journey with the victims of abuse. So would you um, lead us in a prayer for that, Monsignor? Okay. Lord, we ask your blessing upon us. We ask your blessing that uh, that that the uh, uh, person uh, that will have uh, strength, uh, that you bless us always, O oh Lord, that, that you embrace us in your love. And we ask, O oh Lord, that you embrace us and embrace all those, O oh Lord, whom... Who, uh, uh, who are ill and uh, all those too uh, who need your strength that you be with them and close to them and that they know O oh Lord uh, that you are their God and that you are all powerful and that you give us all your peace and we ask you O oh Lord to bless all those O oh Lord who, who need your help now and we ask that you be close to us through Christ our Lord Amen Amen. Amen. All right. So thank you, Antoinette, for that $100 pledge. That means we only need $1,100 more called in, and, and Monsignor gets to ring the bell. Were you an altar boy? Not yet. But not yet. I'm telling you, people, he wants to ring the bell. we got to let him ring the bell. Were you an altar boy in your day? I was. Yeah. So so you know how to ring those bells. You That's know how right. to do it. That's All right. right. So yes, we want to yes, ring the yes. bell. We want to we wanna make sure that Monsignor gets to do that and that we get to take advantage of $1,200 donated by Joe in order to turn into $2,400 for Catholic Radio. So can you be the next person that calls in 678-688-4549? We are talking with Monsignor James Finnessy. He's a retired priest. Um, I believe you've been a priest for 50 years. That's right. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Thank you for, for that witness, for your faithfulness to your vocation. Wow, that is just, that's amazing. So you retired from active ministry about four years ago? Is, do I have that yes, right? Yes, okay. four years and, ago. And so what does your ministry look like right now? Uh, right now I'm in residence at All Saints uh-huh. Parish, and I uh, continue to take uh, my turns uh, celebrating actually all of the sacraments. Uh, love, as I always did as a priest, love to meet people in the vestibule of the church and love to welcome them uh-huh. uh, as they come to Mass and to celebrate. That's what I love is to see a full church. Yes. And uh, I uh, celebrate uh, uh, all of the, not, not only uh, the Eucharist, but of course uh, still celebrate the, the sacraments of reconciliation and at times uh, baptism and and, mm. and uh, marriage and and. Uh, course the anointing of the sick visit the sick and uh, continue i actually probably do most 
of what I used to, except that I do not attend hardly any meetings anymore. That's a nice perk. Yes, and that's not only a blessing for me, but I think it's a bigger blessing for the people who had to put up with me at meetings. I don't think that's true. So I think there's a double blessing there. (laughs) I tell you what, those meetings, they can just, uh, they can be a drag, right? Yes. So that's that's awesome that that, uh, you get to to really do the part that that you became a priest for. You became a priest to to celebrate the sacraments and to give to the people. So let's talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind, about about your journey to the priesthood over 50 years ago. So, So take us down that can you take us down memory lane a little bit and and tell us a little bit about your vocation story so often when we do these pledge drives when i have a priest here i ask for their vocation story and then we'll have somebody that will call in and say they're more seriously considering the priesthood because of what they heard on the air so i usually ask for a vocation story are you comfortable with that i am indeed i am and uh, maybe you talked about uh, if i was an altar boy and maybe it kind of triggered something that uh uh, that I hadn't thought of saying, but uh, uh, first of all, uh, in our grade school, I think the bishop was going to be coming and uh, the teacher wanted to start a choir. And so I gave just one day in the choir yeah. and the teacher very politely told me after that that she thought maybe that being an altar boy would be a better decision. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So we don't want to ask you to sing on the air. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Don't ask me to sing on the air. All right. I won't. I won't. All right. You lose the audience real quickly. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. But, so, but actually, you know, I guess I nearly have two stories on that. Uh, as I and I've reflected a little on that actually because of my 50th anniversary and everything over the last year. And uh, but maybe the short story is is that back probably uh, maybe around 1960 that way, um, Monsignor P.J. O'Connor, uh, who was the vocations director. Uh, here in Atlanta, uh, came to our school, you know, or to to our high school, uh, which was in Mount Mallory, and he spoke actually uh, about many people, uh, quite a number of them actually. He said with Irish names. I think he did that because he was in Ireland, and he said that many of them, quite a number of them, were uh, either uh, maybe Methodist or Baptist, and that, and he thought that the reason for that was that they came, and that there were very few priests and very few Catholic churches, and that being religious people, they went to the local church, and then that next generation grew up in that faith, and it, it really grieved him. He said uh, that they were missing the Eucharist and missing the Mass, and where would he go to try to solve that problem? He said, you know, but to Ireland. Mm -hmm. And so he spoke about the need, you know, for priests. And he, I remember him saying, I think it was, if I can remember it properly, now to to become a priest, that 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 you had a desire to help people and to love people, uh, that you be a hard worker. That's what he said. He didn't give paint any rosy picture and that you have average intelligence. Mm. And so at least I felt I had two out of the three. I love it. So probably that's the, 
that's the very short. Then I went into, you know, St. Patrick's College, Carlo, and uh, was ordained six years later. And I've loved my 50 years in Atlanta that uh, one of the tremendous things I think that I, uh, that probably I was the one who thought I was coming to evangelize and make holy the people here. But actually, I think it was the other way Mm. around. I know it was the other way around when I came that it's the people of Atlanta and the Catholic people of Atlanta that very much evangelized me and made me holy and uh, one, and I think the tremendous generosity, the tremendous love uh, of the people of Atlanta that 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 uh, they really love their priests, mm-hmm. and that's that that was that's the tremendous blessing. I knew nothing about Atlanta, so that the good Lord blessed me uh, with uh, uh, wonderful parishioners. Uh, I've been in in parish. I've always been either a, an assistant pastor or a pastor all of my 50 years. And so I've really benefited from the love, you know, of the Catholic people and the holiness, the holiness and, and generosity and love of the uh, of the people of Atlanta. Now, kind of um, maybe looking also back into, into, you know, why I became a priest, that was probably the... The, the part that triggered me to really seriously think about being a priest. But I did have uh, two uncles and two aunts, you know, who were priests and nuns and the first, and the first cousin as well, uh, who was older than I am, that, that, that became a sister. And one of the things uh, uh, that as growing up, you know, that they would come and we actually looked forward to them. You know, uh, they, the, my two uncles were in Glasgow in Scotland and they came every year on vacation. And uh, and the sisters, at that time they would come, I think it was about every five years or four years, they belonged to the Holy Family community. But we looked, we really looked forward to them coming, you know, yes. uh, and they'd stay in our home and uh, when they came on vacation. And one of the things like was that they were joyful people, you know, that they were people who really had a sense of purpose in life uh, and that they were people who valued you know, what they were doing, and so that they were great role models to me. Strangely enough, uh, they never asked if I would become a priest. It was Monsignor O'Connor who seemed to trigger that one, you know, maybe Uh that, I'm sure that was God's will, you know, but uh, maybe that's kind of pretty much of a of a story, very, very traditional Catholics, uh, uh, said the rosary every night before we went to bed. That was, even if we were going out and visiting people around the Christmas time and partying that on the way home in the, the, in the car, car that we, that we, uh, uh, that we said the rosary, you know, mm-hmm. the rosary mm-hmm. had to be said. And, uh, and I suppose our history too. St. Patrick and without going into all of that that was there's there was that missionary type spirit of reaching out to others mm-hmm. you know and that that was I think kind of very much I guess it's kind of the boast that Ireland had that all of our European neighbors had great conquering armies but we had our missioners and yes. that and that was something I think that we were proud of and that I was proud of and am proud of so Yes, excellent. Very, and you should be proud. Very, yes. very, very good. 
All right. So again, I need to, to interrupt and give out the number because our phone lines are pretty silent and we want to we wanna get them active. I'm telling you what, one of my favorite things when I do pledge drives is being able to give the message to the priest that, that somebody called in in his honor that, you know, such and such says hi or such and such says, we love you, Father, or whatever it is. So listeners, please call. If you can make a pledge at the same time, that's great. But if all you do is call in and say, Father, we love you, or Monsignor, we love you, then please do that right now. Um, we also really need to get some some pledges going. We have $100 towards this matching pledge. We would love to get some more. We just need $1,100 in order to turn it into $2,400 for Catholic Radio. The number to call is 678 678-688-4549. 678-688-4549. You have probably, in your 50 years, you've probably been to a whole lot of parishes. What are some of the the parishes that you've been at? I've been to nine or ten, actually. Yeah, Uh, yeah. uh, Oh, really? Over 50 years? Just that many? Wow. They like you. They keep you. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So what are the parishes that you've been to? Well, I began in in Holy Cross Parish in Chambly. That was my first parish, and uh, I got a wonderful welcome there, not only by the people, but also... uh, who was Archbishop of Oklahoma City, now my first pastor, who was wonderful to me, uh, Archbishop Beltran, uh, and um, then gave a year in in LaGrange and was in Sacred Heart for a time. Wow. Uh, those were as a, and Corpus Christi, they were as a parochial vicar, and then as a pastor, then I was pastor at St. Bernadette's in Cedartown, wonderful people there and uh, St. John Vianney in in uh, uh, Lithia Springs and then just out the road here St. Thomas Aquinas uh, St. John Newman in Lilburn St. Jude's and now All Saints mm, Wow <laughs> it, A lot of experience that you have good there and I'm amazed that you can just even remember all of them in order that, That's amazing, 50 years worth I couldn't. I don't think I could go through all of that So that that's really, really it shows your commitment and your love to, to what you've done and what you've accomplished as a priest So so share with me a little bit about some of the, the loves that you have encountered over 50 years You have a lot of wisdom as, as a priest after 50 years what are some things that, that you can share that, that maybe you've learned about the priesthood, about the faith, about the people of Atlanta? What would you like to share, especially about the last 50 years? Okay, maybe uh, I think a number of the, uh, what I think has been tremendous uh, since the the Second Vatican Council, you know, uh, is the uh, a tremendous involvement of the laity. Uh, and uh, the laity, not only individually in helping our parish, but also in, I think, uh, sharing, you know, the vocation uh, of Catholics and the vocation of Christians that we have. And I think that uh, uh, many of the the, the ministries uh, that uh, one of the ones I guess I was very much involved with was uh, uh, the marriage encounter mm-hmm. uh, community, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and their love, you know, uh, not only for their priests and the vocation of the priests, but their love for each other and uh, their seeking to uh, 
uh, enhance and live out in the world in a very difficult society living out uh, their vocation mm-hmm. you know as husbands and wives and seeking to be to, to to help support couples live out you know live out their vocation and be uh, really excited about each other and really love each other and uh, uh, and uh, also I think that within that uh, that they also I think have a tremendous commitment to loving their priests as well yes so uh, that so that that was that uh, and uh, really all of the uh, you could say the, the, the those ministries uh Curcio, i think that uh, helped so much uh, enabled uh, men and women also to be able to live and to serve christ uh, as they see him in others and people, I think, being able to tell their own story of faith, uh, not only maybe the successes in living, but also the, the struggles, you know, and the battles that they had to fight to live, you could say, uh, not only outside themselves, but within themselves as well, uh, in seeking to be able to, to live their faith. Uh, one of the newer ones, Christ Renews His Parish, mm-hmm. you know, where uh, people again seek to support each other just in living, uh, in, in, in living out and, and, and living their vocation as well. Yes. And so that these are some of the, 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 and I've just met wonderful, just so many wonderful people over the years, you know, in, uh, and, and people who uh, really, really love people in in, in, in in Atlanta that really love their people, that really love, you know, their faith and seek not only to live that themselves, but to share mm-hmm. that faith with others as well and even go out uh, and evangelize others. You know, if I may even put in a plug, you know, for the radio here. Please do. Uh, <laughs> you want to ring that bell. I know you do. So come on. Get the calls coming so we, in. We need this bell. I'm, I love ringing bells, so we need this bell wrong here. <laughs> exactly. But, but, but just in a, in, a, in a maybe a little more serious, uh, that you know that it's a, it, it, that the tremendous joy and privilege I think we all have is the privilege of sharing the faith, mm-hmm. and one of the wonderful ways in which that's done today you know is through radio and through communication mm-hmm. and uh, and so that uh, and that that is a and you know that people who have the gift uh, to be able to do with that that we be able to support them and support them in in, in sharing that faith uh, in and through the airwaves and so uh, you know that and uh, in the parishes I've been in uh, that I've already named, uh, and many others as well that I have not had the privilege of uh, serving in, that the people of Atlanta, I think, love their faith so much and are so generous that this is one of the ways, I think, in which you all can uh, be part of sharing the gospel. You know, even if you do not have time to be able to be on radio yourself, that you'll be able to support those maybe who are, mm. you know, and so that uh, and that that way, the good news of Jesus Christ can can be uh, proclaimed really here in in our area in our neck of the woods here in Atlanta, mm. and that that's a wonderful, uh, so that uh, that that is a wonderful opportunity I think that we all have, and that you have, uh, to be able to share 
in bringing that gospel uh, to others. Mm, thank you. And, you know, it's so easy to do because all you have to do is pick up the phone and dial 678-688-4549. We are trying to get to $1,200, and then Joe will add another $1,200 to that so that it becomes $2,400 for Catholic Radio. We have $100 that has been called in through the generosity of Antoinette, and we would love then to to get another $1,100 so that we get to ring the bell and we get to celebrate. And and Monsignor is doing such an awesome job of of sharing with us about the reasons why we should support Catholic Radio. And and truly, you know, we are all called to evangelize. Mm -hmm. It's really easy with Catholic Radio because all we have to do is write a check and then the airwaves, the Holy Spirit working through the airwaves takes care of the rest of it. And, That's right. and you know, there's a potential 3.1 million listeners at any given moment um, through through the, the Catholic radio station here because it's the largest AM station possible. You can't get any bigger than a a uh, 50,000 watt station and that's what you have right here in Atlanta. There are only about 7 of those that are Catholic throughout the country. One of them's right here. So we really want to keep it here. We want to keep it strong in Atlanta. That's why we do these pledge drives. It's the first time ever that we've come and done a pledge drive. It's a pretty new station. And so we really need your help. We need to to see that you want to keep Atlanta keep Keep Catholic Radio in Atlanta. You show us that by picking up the phone and calling 678-688-4549 or by going online and donating at thequestatlanta.com. Whether you can make a donation or not, we would just love it if you would call and say, Monsignor, we hear you and thank you for being an awesome priest. So whatever it is, just give us a call. If you can make a donation when you do that, great. But I really don't... don't, um, you know, it's not a requirement. I love it whenever I am able to tell the priest that somebody called in in his honor. So the number to call 678-688-4549. We are talking with Monsignor James Finnessy. He is a retired priest now, but he's been in about 10 parishes around the diocese. And he's also talked about Marriage Encounter, Curcio, Chirp, some other things that, that you've been involved yes, with as yes. well. There's got to be some people out there that can call in his honor and, and, and support Catholic Radio. We have some gifts for you. We have the, the dollar per day club, $30 a month. Most people can give up a dollar a dollar a day. You get uh, the featured book of the hour. I'm not sure what that is, but if you call in at the dollar a day club, you get a, a book and a holy card. If you call in as a founder... You get, uh, which is $100 a month for three years. We would get to ring the bell. Monsignor would get to ring the bell. And you would get the holy card, the featured book. And you would get your name on a plaque uh, at the side of the tower. And so you would get that as well. Uh, or I'm sorry, not at the side of the tower, at the side of the studio. You would, there's a plaque that's going to be hanging here in the studio. It's going to have the name of all of the different founders. You would also get a uh picture of the sacred heart of jesus and a print of the immaculate heart of mary they're eight by ten prints very beautiful we will send that to you as well and uh, at the end of every day we are giving away uh an echo dot 
And we actually, I got the name for the person who won that yesterday. Everyone who calls in and makes a pledge gets entered into a drawing. And it was Rosalind Broom, who, who uh, she was actually one of the volunteers who made a pledge. And she was the name drawn out. And so she gets that Echo Dot that was given away yesterday. We would love for you to be in the drawing today. In order to get in the drawing, you call and make a pledge of any amount. And all founders automatically get the Echo Dot. So if you call in as a founder, you will automatically get that. So give us a call. Also on Thursday, at the end of the whole pledge drive, everybody who has donated throughout the three days goes into a drawing for a beautiful nativity set. So give us a call. Whatever amount you can give, the number to call is 678-688-4549. I'm wondering if these phone lines are even working because it's been a while since we've had a phone call. So come on, give us a call. Let us know the phone lines are working and pledge of your treasure towards Catholic Radio. You will not be disappointed. You can't outgive God. I am telling you what, the blessings will be in abundance. When you give to Catholic Radio, I've seen it in my own life. I've been a donor to Catholic Radio for about 18 years. And uh, I believe very strongly in, in the way that it works through the airwaves. So I would love it right now if any of our listeners out there would pick up the phone and give us a call 678-688-4549. We are talking with Monsignor James Finnessy. He is a retired priest from Ireland and here in Atlanta for 50 years as a priest. He gave us a little bit about his vocation story. Amazing. So do you miss Ireland? You still have family in Ireland? I have family in Ireland. Uh, I love going back to Ireland. I go back just about every year. Yes. Uh, I don't know if I miss it, but I like to still keep the the uh, uh, connection, you know, with my family and yeah. with my friends and love to get back and, you know, say Mass in the church where I said my first Mass, you know, in my own parish, grew up in a rural area, so there are still a number of friends that I have and I just love to uh, meet with them and, and uh, I enjoy I enjoy that time, yeah. you know, immensely in my brother and sister and I have uh, nieces and a great niece and a nephew and love to see see them and be with them and uh, just uh, that, that there's a just uh, I just enjoy that part it's kind of like I think a, a retreat almost going back there because uh, the uh, pace of life and all is very different and uh, even though uh, Ireland uh, has changed a lot since I left and not always in ways, not in ways that I like, mm-hmm. uh, as far as certainly as far as the faith and the gospel mm-hmm. and the gospel values. I think there's still a lot of faith in Ireland, but uh, uh, for some reason we haven't been able to get a lot of the young, yeah, you know, the young people to uh, maybe value that as, as mm-hmm. I think that we did growing up, uh, even though I do believe that there are still that uh, um, there are still people with a with a lot of faith and maybe a lot of others that where that faith needs to be maybe awakened mm-hmm. have goodness but maybe mm-hmm. uh, not able to awaken the faith. 
You know, and that that brings me to a really good question is, you know, how does the, the faith in Ireland compare to, to what we have, say, here in Atlanta or in the United States? How how does that that faith compare? I know that, that Ireland just had a vote to vote for abortion, abortion. right? That's they approved right. abortion right. in yes, Ireland. Yes. Um, so that's got to be a downward spiral right there. Real downward. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, how does, how does it compare? Yeah. Uh, well... Uh, it, you know, when I guess back, you know, 50, just to think of vocations, uh, that there are uh, very few vocations in Ireland now, sadly. I suppose one of the things in Ireland, and I don't know whether it was a good thing here or not, that that sometimes maybe being in the minority might have an advantage. Mm-hmm. You know, that one of the, I, I think from the DI got here, you know, it was either welcoming Catholics, maybe whether it be from other parts of the country or whether it be people, many Catholics, especially in later times from from uh, South America, uh, that that uh, uh, that we that that we had a. I think there was always a lot of evangelization and welcoming people and having people making the church available to people and also people of other faiths as well uh, who indeed have embraced, you know, the Catholic faith here. I think in Ireland, as I was growing up, where I grew up in a rural area, over 99% were Catholic. Mm -hmm. So you did not do an awful lot of evangelization as far as other faiths were. Also, people kind of knew each other, and I'm not too sure how vibrant as you would say, the church was. Now also, uh, when I grew up like that, there were uh, there would be several priests ordained each year that, 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 that having a priest kind of in the family was pretty common. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, in fact, I would never have foreseen, we'll say that, that uh, in uh, our diocese in Ireland now, I would say probably uh, it wouldn't say like probably close to forty percent of the of the priests are probably my age or older. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. we have a very old, and that there are very few people becoming priests. You might have mm-hmm. like where we had maybe forty people each year. You might have one mm-hmm. in a diocese. So like that, there are uh, very few or no vocations. Also. Uh, even in rural areas, even the uh, attendance at mass, mm-hmm. you know, has dropped off uh, considerably. You know, mm-hmm. I wish I knew the answer. So it's not a good Ireland, like it's not a good picture, as you would say, uh, mm-hmm. right now. And that, uh, uh, you know, I just even, there's one of the things, you know, I've thought of like that when Monsignor O'Connor came, that there was a, uh, real, you know, he spoke of a real need, and of uh, the United States. Sorry, the, yeah, of the you know of of um, uh, Atlanta and Georgia being very much of a missionary territory. At that particular time, I never knew that Ireland would become a missionary territory. Yeah. You know, in my lifetime, and uh, I wonder, like, well, you know. 
should I have stayed in Ireland now with the way the vocations are yeah. and everything? Now, I don't regret coming here by any means, but mm-hmm. uh, but but that I would never have, I never would have foreseen, mm-hmm. uh, especially like the, the shortage of, that there would ever be a shortage of priests. In fact, in many dioceses, even in our own diocese, that they would send a priest on loan to a diocese in England that would be newly ordained because mm-hmm. there wasn't a place for them in the parish. Right. Back in his home diocese until an older priest would die and that, you know, his seniority would come up where he would come back to Ireland. So that's a, um, so that's like a real big, yeah. big uh, change. Yeah, a huge change. It's like the tables have turned, turned right? Yes, so you were sending missionaries degrees. to the United States and now you need missionaries, missionaries from somewhere else. From somewhere you know? else, yeah, that's exactly. right. Exactly. Yes. And, and so what do you attribute that that change i mean it's only been 50 years it hasn't been that long what what is it that yeah. that changed yes i really wish you know okay, i really before wish you answer that i am yeah, going to yeah. give you an update because giselle called yesterday and she made a pledge and she just wanted to give a but shout giselle. out to you so do you oh, know a giselle you. Oh, she i do saying, know a giselle yes yeah, yes giselle so, thank you so much <laughs> she, she said that you are missed at saint jude's and she's so glad that you're doing well and loves to hear your beautiful irish broke oh, so do you. i oh my goodness i hope is. you are doing well giselle you're in my thoughts and prayers yes <laughs> i'm telling you what this is my favorite part i really hope we get more people calling in and saying Monsignor we love you because it truly is it, it, it brings me a great deal of joy to be able to give these messages to to our priests and it really it, you know we need to support our priests this is a time when we really need to support our priests it's a tough time it's a tough time and maybe we can talk about that in a few minutes but right now I'm going to give out the phone number and then go back to the question that I asked you 678-688-4549 call and make a pledge call and tell Monsignor you love him whatever it is but just get these phone lines going 678-688-4549 Four five four nine. I would sure love to have eleven hundred dollars more called in, so that we can take this match of of Joe's that he is offering us. He it can turn into twenty four hundred dollars for Catholic Radio, and that goes a long ways with Catholic Radio because they do use your money very frugally. Even Annie, who is putting in, she was here fourteen hours with me yesterday, and it was all volunteer. Every bit of it volunteer. They have wonderful volunteers here at the Quest. They are working to keep all of this going and they are doing it on a shoestring because they want the money that you are giving to go for the intended purpose in order to keep Catholic Radio strong in Atlanta to save souls. So please give us a call 678 688 4549. 678 688 4549. It cannot stay on the air without you. You know, there, Carol, she got it going. She got it all started. But it can only continue if you are willing to give of your treasure in order to keep the Holy Spirit working through these airwaves. Again, the number to call is 678-688-4549. If you can make a pledge, that's awesome. If you just want to call and say, Monsignor, we love you, that's awesome. We really hope you'll do both, though. Give us a call, 678-688-4549. What do you think is is the decline? What 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 was the the reason for the decline over fifty years in Ireland, where you go from sending missionaries to the United States 
to having a shortage of priests? I mean, I wish I, if I knew, I would. You would change it, yes. <laughs> I would change it, yeah. you know, and I really do not know, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I have, of course, like I've been here for 50 years myself. Right. And I would say there would be probably many people and priests, you know, lay people and priests who live in Ireland who would probably have a far better insight uh, into that than 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 I have. Mm-hmm. You know, all I could, I just, you know, all I do myself is, is uh, because I do not have, you know, an answer to that is just to uh, pray. I pray constantly for Ireland, keep the people of Ireland in my masses uh, and continue to uh, uh, to try to uh, to just to to uh, ask God's blessing and ask Christ's blessing and yes. to ask that you know that the hearts of all of our people young and old would be open right. you know to continue to hear the gospel and, and yeah. yes. it is a it is a, a you know that it is a tragedy and uh, I do not know whether it's an oversimplification or not, but that uh, uh, that I think you know that there uh, that a lot of materialism, you know, uh, it, well, it's kind of like that Ireland was very poor, and that was not something that was very good, you know, that uh, the people. Well, then there was this Celtic tiger or whatever, where. I think the euro kind of maybe a little bit became their god. You know that mm-hmm. might be that might be one reason. There mm-hmm. are many others. The uh, uh, also the scandals, the pedophilia scandals, also with priests and others in Ireland that has, I think, eroded, you know, people's faith like it has here. So I think probably these are some of the the reasons. Mm-hmm. But that uh, what I'm uh, praying for and hoping for is that. Uh, people will be able to come forward to be able to share the richness, you know, of the gospel and to be able to share the truth that God is a forgiving God mm. and that also that uh, that the grace of God is greater than any sinfulness, as St. Paul said, and that we hold out that hope, yes. you know, and that people be inspired, you know, by that hope for their lives and that they be able to look to and to be able to see that uh, uh, that Christ and his death and resurrection that that ultimately he's the answer not only for our lives but our eternity and so I guess I'm talking about maybe what uh, the desires I have to be maybe able to share that good news rather than having any real insight into why all of this has happened you know? yes Yes, and and that, that really is where we need to keep our focus, isn't it? Is is on the hope that we have, you know, in in the fact that we are part of the church that Christ founded, yeah. and you know, it's not any one man. This is yes, the church that church. Christ founded, and that's where we need to put our yes. our hope is is with that. So so thank you again for that reminder. Yes. We do have uh, someone who's who's called in. Mary Ann says hi, Monsignor. Um, and uh, she says she misses you at St. Jude's, yep, and uh, they're changing it here. I was starting to read it because I thought it was done, and now <laughs> they're changing it a little bit. She says, uh, thank you for always supporting. Hmm. Okay, I'm going to give out the number. We'll let them finish typing here, and then uh, we have a walk-in pledge. That's new awesome. Founder. A new, new founder, 678-688-4549. 
So you know what this means. This is a walk-in pledge. It's a founder. It means Monsignor gets to pick up the bell. Woo! Oh, we got to ring this bell here. Woo! Where's the camera? This thing isn't ringing. Oh, yeah, like this. Ah, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you. Thank you so much. That is and, uh, awesome. Uh, and we need, we need all kinds of help here to be able to share the gospel and anything. Can I say you? And okay. that that any gift that you give here, it's a gift that goes towards eternity and goes towards uh, the the good news of Jesus Christ, which is something that we uh, that we that we never take for granted the love of Christ, and that it's money very very well spent uh, when you share it to bring the good news, as Jesus Christ said, to the poor and yes. to those who need to be saved. And Quest Radio is one means by which that can happen yes. to many people. Yes, excellent. And, you know, I think you might know this guy that let you ring the bell. It was Deacon Leo and his wife. That, that What is it? Can I say the last name? Oh, sorry. No, oh, it's not. Okay. All right. So Deacon Leo and Carol, and we'll let you see the last name there. And uh, he called in as, or he walked in as our next founder and allowed Monsignor to ring the oh, bell. Yes. Thank you, Deacon Woo! Leo. Thank All you. All right. So that was awesome. And uh, our next, the, the message that Marianne, we were trying to give that they were typing in says, we miss you at St. Jude's. Thank you for always supporting PATH. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you support Pat. Well, thank what you. Is Pat? Yes, Joe and Mel. Pat is uh, uh, the uh, Marianne uh, McNeil, and it's a uh, uh, post-abortion syndrome that people. It's a wonderful. It's a wonderful ministry. Anybody, if you have a, 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 you know, been part of having had an abortion, and that you uh, have regrets at this time which many people have that would be true of women or even men who might have supported and paid for it that path uh, is a wonderful ministry you can find information on it in every in in every parish and it's uh, also very private uh, that you can come and be able to receive Christ's healing in and through that ministry and so uh so so uh that's a uh that if you're suffering in any way that this is a wonderful uh that this is a wonderful way in which you can find healing yes. and uh so uh thank you uh to path for for uh, helping out here excellent and and thank you for that explanation and and actually they'll be on next hour to be able to talk more about that we're going to be welcoming at noon we'll be welcoming dr alvita king and she's going to be talking with us it's going to be our pro-life hour and then we'll also have marlo brown who's the executive director for the pregnancy aid center and marianne mcneil with path who's going to going to be on the next hour and so we'll be able to hear more about that but but they called in and said thank you for your involvement with that and and i can just imagine that that you're gentle i can tell you have a very gentle kind spirit that would be a perfect some of the time (laughs) maybe a little bit of irish temper too i don't know but but uh, i haven't seen it if it's there i have not seen it myself but uh you know it just 
what a what a great ministry to be able to help these post abortive women and, and really yes, you know right. help them out because it's it's a, a terrible thing that's mm-hmm. happening. All right, we also have Peter who called in with a fifty dollar one time pledge. He's from Saint Vincent de Paul, and he asked for prayers for his mother and the repose of his recently deceased father. So can we offer some prayers for for them? Yeah. Uh, God our Father in heaven, we pray especially for uh, Peter's uh, father who died, and we pray together, eternal rest grant Grant unto him, O Lord, and and let perpetual light light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. Amen. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. And Lord, we ask you to bless his mother, uh, Peter's mother who is grieving, and Peter himself, uh, all all in, in, in uh, his family. Lord, that we ask that you bless them and console them and that they know, Lord, that their father is in the hands of Jesus Christ and that one day we will all be reunited with our loved ones in his kingdom in heaven. And we pray all this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father, Father and Son, the, the, Son, Holy, the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. We had another donor that called in. Um, it's Dorothy, and she called in with a $100 one-time pledge, and she's from Holy Trinity Parish. Okay. So thank you, Dorothy. Thank you to, to everyone who's called in so far. We'd still love to have even more phone calls. We have about seven more minutes with Monsignor. Then we'll go to a short break. Then we'll be welcoming uh, our pro-life hour. We're going to have Dr. Alveda King. We're going to have uh, Marlo... Marlo Brown and Marianne McNeil. They'll both be on the air with us. And we are grateful to everyone. We're especially grateful right now to Monsignor for bringing his beautiful, as as Marianne said, his beautiful Irish brogue onto the air with us today. We are grateful. Actually, it was Giselle that said, your beautiful Irish brogue and your great smile. You have a great smile. We love having you here. So thank you for taking the time to help us to support Catholic Radio. And you've you've done such a good job too of just sharing about the importance of Catholic radio and, yeah. and the importance of evangelization. And so I'm grateful for that as well. So we have just about five minutes left with you. Is there mm-hmm. anything in particular that you would like to share with our listeners during this last five minutes on the air? Okay, I would just like to share that uh, that Atlanta uh, Georgia is a is a wonderful place that uh, and that there are so many blessings and opportunities that we have here that uh, all of my fifty years, as I said earlier, has been that that there have been both the challenges. I think one of the well, we have. I think we've been blessed tremendously. Uh, in Atlanta, not only I think with so many holy people and uh, growth in holiness over those years, but also a tremendous growth uh, in the diocese itself, in the population of the diocese that has uh, that the Catholic Church has always been vibrant. Uh, that uh, you could say that the big challenge uh, has not been really a decline uh, in the numbers but the big challenges have been really the challenges of building churches uh, and 
building schools and getting the message out, even the challenge that we have here today, even in Quest Radio, in in getting the message Mm -hmm. uh, of Christ out. And uh, also, I think that uh, uh, not only uh, people who have come, you know, in my earlier time, as I said, from uh, up north and have taken root and have, have put roots here in Atlanta and uh, the challenges and the blessings that put many people now from so many different countries and nations and that we have uh, those wonderful people who come and uh, one of the things like that even though we may have different languages, customs or whatever that that the parish and the church that we all walk into that it's our parish and it's our church, you know, regardless of where we're from or how we think or whatever. And uh, and that our job, I think, is constantly to, to welcome people, to welcome people with the gospel and the good news. And I think that's a tremendous opportunity that everybody has, you know, here in Atlanta and you know, if you're concerned with your families and that you are uh, not able to uh, be personally part of that because of your own uh, commitments that, uh, again, uh, one of the ways of being able to do that too is through your treasure, you know, Mm -hmm. whether that be to the gospel in our archdiocese, to our radio, whatever uh, it would be. But that... uh, uh, that that I guess my message is is that we continue, that we never take the gospel for granted, mm. uh, that we never take our faith uh, for granted, that we see it as a tremendous treasure, mm-hmm. as Christ said, and that not only do we live out that treasure and value it ourselves in our own lives, but also that we share that treasure with others, yes. that that's what Christ has said, and that we... Uh, and that you can do that, you know, in your own families and your homes, that you, especially I think that you make the home uh, a place of love mm. uh, and a place of peace and safety, mm. uh, that you share with your children a love and respect, that you, uh, each home that it has a love, and that you have a love and respect for each other mm. and that you share that with your children, uh, that I think that these are, wonderful ways I think in which opportunities uh, that we have I think to uh, form I think a very healthy society and there is such division today uh, that I think that we uh, in the gospel that we share the unity of Christ and the unity of the gospel and so I think uh, we have a tremendous treasure and gift that we can share you know with uh, our whole nation today you know, to seek to bring people together and uh, to give people a sense, I think, of the love and the unity that Jesus Christ has called to bring us to. And I think that, you know, and so that that would, I guess, be a, a message and a, both, a, both a challenge and a blessing for all of us. Absolutely. And you know what? You get to pick up the bell because we had a founder, which means that we also met the goal. So you get to ring the bell for meeting the goal of the hour. And Joe gets to give us an additional $1,200. So you get to ring the bell again. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for 
sharing the gospel. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it. All right. So the number to call is 678-688-4549. Can we get your blessing out to all of us here in the studio as well as out through the airwaves before good, you leave? Good, good. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. May the Lord bless you and keep you, amen. May the Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you, amen. amen. And may the Lord grant you his peace. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Oh, thank you, Monsignor. You were really awesome. So well, so thank you thank so much you. for being with us. It was an honor to be here. It yeah. Was. Thank you. All right. Number to call is 678-688-4549. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back on the air with Dr. Alveda King. So please give us a call, 678-688-4549.